Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Welcome back to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast, where we chat all things remote work, freelancing, mindset, and financial freedom. This week, I'm very excited to welcome on Angela Stein, who is a level two Fiverr freelancer who offers unboxing videos for clients. I can't wait to talk about that. Having made $1,700 her very first month freelancing, for everyone listening to that, followed by $3,300 the following month, amazing, Angela is a testament to what is possible on freelancing market places if you apply yourself and commit your time. Although she still works full-time as a personal trainer, my sister does this as well, so I feel like I know a little bit about it. Her freelancing income has already surpassed her day job, giving her options she never used to have before. Hi, Angela. Welcome. Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I know. I'm I'm super pumped you're here because there's so many things about your story that is a first for this season, so I definitely want to dive into it. I love talking to people about where they were and kind of what gave them the, the idea to start freelancing because everyone's story is different with that. Yes. So I actually was inspired definitely by you. I saw your story on the Snapchat stories. So you were featured on there and I was like, wow, this girl is a ghostwriter and making so much money. And I didn't even know what a ghostwriter was. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was so inspiring. And then also it was my dad. He was, he did not come from too much money when he was a kid, but he started his own firm when, when I was born. And I guess it was monkey see monkey do. I, always wanted to work for myself because of my dad. And I was just so inspired by him. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like my friends after college, all of them wanted to move to New York, California, and just start in, you know, corporate America. And I never had that urge. So mm-hmm. I actually really wanted to do YouTube and I did YouTube for five years. Wow. Yeah. I did it for five years, consistent, consistently posting two to three times a week. And unfortunately it just didn't work out for me. I yeah. was making groceries and gas money. And I had to really take a good look at myself in the mirror. And, you know, I was getting older. I'm going to be 28 soon. So I was like, I need to find something that actually pays my rent and, you know, can help me with my future. And I know now you do personal training too, right? Right, right. So I do personal training and I do it six days a week. And I love the flexibility with with personal training. But I always had that urge, like I said, to do YouTube. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, you know, my passions. And I, I always was editing when I was like 12, 13 years old before YouTube was even a thing. And then I saw your story, I kind of just connected the dots. Mm-hmm. I saw that the unboxing section was a new section and I knew from YouTube that there was a high demand for it just because that's what I was doing on my channel. People were yeah. selling me products and then I was creating a video for them. And so I 
just was, you know, honestly, just praying. I was like, it's been five years. I've never made much money online and I really hope this works. And by day three or four, I received a few messages and I was like, wow, this is it. Like I just, I just had it, that gut feeling. I was like, this is going to work. (laughs) Wow. 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 That's so amazing. So it sounds like the video editing is kind of a part of you. Like you've loved to do it all this time. It's been like the constant, you just haven't necessarily known like how to apply it in a way that makes a ton of money. And I always say that to people like, don't, don't run from the things that actually bring you joy. Like just cause it's not making you a lot of money at YouTube doesn't mean you can't go use that exact same thing that you love and go freelance it and make money that way too. And so, okay. So I want to talk to you about unboxing videos. I'm very new to this. I don't know much about it. So correct me if I'm wrong, that's when a brand will hire you to unbox and film it so that there's like a consumer experience with it. Am I getting that right? (laughs) No, definitely. So pretty much they can hire you for a customer review type video. It's like an unboxing video, like you said, or the other common one that I get requested is like an ad style video. So that usually entails like video shots that are in my kitchen, outside, whatever it may be. And then they ask for text and and a voiceover. So that's more of that ad style Mm -hmm. video. But I would say that a one minute unboxing video is my most common video that is requested. But once again, I'm so new to Fiverr and I really just hope I can inspire someone that's just starting off because I'm only in my first few months. So I'm honestly still learning everything. Yeah. I'm inspired by this. I I don't even know the first thing about filming an unboxing video. And I just love hearing about these new ways to make money online. So would you say all of your experience on YouTube over the years probably has made you really good at at this? Because I'm guessing there's like different video equipment that one probably needs to do good unboxing videos. Yes. And I know you're somewhat familiar with this. I saw that you started your own YouTube channel too. (laughs) Yes. I wear the lavalier mic in my Mm. videos just to try to stand out from my competitors and make it look more professional. And then I already had the professional lighting and then I have my camera and that's about it. And then you obviously have to have experience with editing, which I'm going to be doing by myself for a long time. But if I do need an editor down the line, maybe in a couple years, that would Mm -hmm. save me a lot of time because as you know, editing can take a long time. You know, I have so much respect for people who do YouTube hardcore because I just cannot get into it. There's there's so much that goes into it. Like there's there's just there's the script, there's the video, there's the editing, there's the SEO, there's the titles, there's the descriptions, the thumbnail, the like the keywords. Like I'm just I don't know how people do it. I I don't. And if you were doing it for 5 years, God bless you because it drives me nuts. I know it's so hard. <laughs> it's honestly so hard and I know this before as well, but my fiber list with all my orders, I'm like, this is the biggest blessing in the world, but it's also so stressful because I think when I think of freelancing, I'm like, oh yeah, just wake up and be in my pajamas and get started on my work. But unfortunately with, with my gig, I have to get dressed and look really nice every day and get ready. And I think that's definitely the hardest part. And And also, as you know, a lot of the sellers or a lot of the buyers are not from here. So sometimes Mm -hmm. tell me what they want and you have to take the initiative and break down their English and figure out what they want in the video and what you what you need to say. 
Yeah, and, and I feel like you probably have so many transferable skills, you probably could open 10 other gigs with all the stuff you must know about YouTube, like writing the scripts, you know, or doing, I don't know, like a minute. You could probably even offer like YouTube video editing is huge. And I don't know, are you considering opening more services in the future? Or are you just kind of like holding constant right now with your one gig? So I definitely broke your golden rule of, of having to open three gigs. Yeah, I broke your rule. That's for sure. So when I started, I had that gut feeling about this unboxing section. I just thought it would do really well. But I did open one other gig that I recently got rid of. It just didn't work. It was a gig about creating a video for whatever fitness-related workout you wanted so if you needed like a workout video i i offered that i got two messages after a few months and zero orders so i just thought let me reconsider and definitely i want to open more gigs but the thing that's so crazy about all of this is that i'm actually planning my wedding i'm gonna get married soon and oh, I've been, congratulations thank you. yes i've been doing all of this with planning a wedding so i know deep down once I start adding more gigs after the wedding, I know that I just have that great, like optimistic feeling. Like I just know that this is it. And unfortunately all I can handle right now is the one gig, but definitely mm-hmm. in five weeks from now, I'm going to create some more. And I have a few things in mind. I actually was really fortunate. My parents sent me to this bilingual school growing up. I'm fluent in Spanish and I was thinking about opening a gig where I, I offered the same thing, but just in Spanish. Wow. Yeah. So. Smart. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it'll go. Yeah. So I, I know people listening to this right now, they love, they're always fascinated with how many hours per week people are working. And especially for you that you're working another job at the same time. Can you kind of walk me through like a regular week for you and where you find time for Fiverr on the side of your personal training business? Yes. So I, when I first started Fiverr, I was working roughly about two hours in the morning as personal trainer and then probably three to four at night. So a double shift. But as Fiverr started to grow very quickly, I talked to my boss and I actually had to ask him to cut me down to a single shift so I could mm. have more time for Fiverr. So a typical day now is usually, like I said, three or four hours in the evening or morning, just one shift. And then the rest of the day, honestly, is filming while the lighting is good and then mm. editing at night. So. Oh, I need to time myself to see how many hours I'm putting in, but it's definitely a lot, but it's yeah it's for myself. And like you always say, working for yourself is just so much more gratifying and you don't, ha- you don't have to listen to a boss, you know? So I know for me, that's the number one <laughs> reason I do. I do all of it. Also, can we talk real quickly about how you were a former pro gymnast? Thank you. That's yeah. like, <laughs> it's very <laughs> casual, right? Like, that's just crazy. So you, what, did you start doing gymnastics at like two or like six months old? Yes, I started, yeah, I was two years old. And then my goal was always to do it as an NCAA gymnast. And once I was 18, I got recruited and became a gymnast, but it was incredible. But 
Yeah. When I was young, that was when I was creating those gymnastics videos and editing and sending them out, sending them out to all of the colleges and things like that. And okay. It was an amazing experience, very hard, but I think it, just like anything in life, it gives you a lot of discipline and yeah, know what I want. And I just try to execute it and just keep trying till it. Yeah. I, and I, I thought that was such an interesting part of your story because I'm sure it undoubtedly, you know, obviously has made you who you are, but I'm sure it's also made you fearless in a lot of ways. I'm sure when you were getting started on Fiverr, you know, did you have any of those like imposter syndrome moments or were you kind of just like, I'm going to do the damn thing and get out of my way? Like, what was your thought process with it? I had a really good feeling about it, but I was so... I, I, I was honestly very sad that I had tried YouTube for so long and unfortunately yeah. it hadn't fully worked out. Yeah. So you see these people that do so well and it's definitely mm-hmm. possible, but people, you don't hear about the ones that don't do well. So after I set up my Fiverr gig, I was actually pretty sad the first three days when I did not receive a message because I was oh. like, oh my gosh, like I just, I kept trying. Like I just kept trying yeah. online and and then once I did receive the messages, I, I was optimistic and I just was hoping that my first few orders would do well. And I really wanted to make sure I got those five-star reviews to start off strong. That's, oh man, so good. So what would you say today? You're about six months into freelancing. Do I, do I have that right? About three and a half. Oh, you're only, th- okay. I love that though. So I love getting the perspectives of people who have been in this you know, and you're level two already in three months. That's, that's amazing. What would you say has been like the biggest one or two challenges for you the, these first three and a half months or, or something maybe you didn't anticipate? Yeah, I think just getting used to this online world. I, I wasn't used yeah. to it. I've learned a lot of customer service. It's very difficult when you put eight hours into filming and then you turn it in and you're so excited and the video is such great quality. And then they quickly say, Oh, can you just scooch back a little bit? And Oh, I think that part was a little bit wrong. Can you just the worst one? And yeah, it's like a revision for a video is just so much work. And it's, you have to really keep your composure and stay calm and yeah, customer service. But I wasn't expecting how much work I had to put it into it. My fiance has seen like how busy I've been and how late I've been staying up and I definitely did not expect that, but I, I would do it over and over again, for sure. I love it. Since you started and with all the demand, have you increased or changed your prices at all? Like with the different levels you've advanced or has it kind of stayed the same? Yes. I, oh my gosh, so much. I (laughs) raised my prices so many times because at one point I had 15 videos in my order queue. Oh my God. It was the worst month ever. <laughs> oh no. It was just like with my other job, I was just so stressed out. So I started off my very first video was $35, which was way too low, but I just wanted to get those initial orders. Sure. And then I raised it to 50, then 75. And now my lowest package is 85. And then the wow. package is 150 and the highest is 250 but there's a lot of add-ons that go with filming as you know like yeah the b-roll you can do text the logo so many different things 
I always ask everyone who comes on, how are the people in your life with you doing this? Because sometimes people can be funny or friends, family, significant others, you know, sometimes people can get a little funny with it. So I know you said your fiance has been seeing you run around, but have people in your life relatively been like supportive of you doing this? Yes, they have been. I know exactly what you mean because I'm not going to say any names, but after I got engaged, oh boy, did I lose some friends. I'm sure. So sad. You never, I just, I, I would never expect anyone to lose friends over something that's such a happy moment in your life. But as for the unboxing videos, everyone has been supportive and it's very fresh, but I did notice that my friends have gravitated towards me a little bit more and mm. I think that's wonderful, but I think that's kind of cool as well, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a great way to have that play out. Cause yeah, I've had people on here who say, you know, a lot of their friends kind of disappear into the weeds. <laughs> and I you know, it's like of course then you look back and you're like, oh, was that person actually my friend then if they couldn't be happy for me when I was, like you said, like at my happiest. So I'm I'm super happy to hear that that's how it's been going for you. But for the people listening right now, they probably would want to know from you because you made seventeen hundred your first month. 3300 your second month so you doubled it what are your tips like like what do you think you were doing that first month and that second month that got you so much success so fast so i think you really have to take the initiative to create the video that they're trying to describe because they'll give Mm -hmm. me talking points but and sometimes they'll give me a video example but a lot of times you have to be very creative And also, I think it is necessary to give some free revisions. I do have a revision fee if they ask for the whole video, which sometimes I charge them, sometimes I don't. But customer service is so important and just making sure that they're really happy. And just also, sometimes I go above and beyond on my videos, even if they didn't ask me to add in text or something, I'll do it anyway. Just because if you give 110%, they will notice. And, you know, you can always take the lazy way out and that's fine. And you still might get that five-star review. But for example, with a video, I actually added just a little special touch. And then right after I delivered it, he was like, wow, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. And I purchased $300 more worth in videos right after. So I think just giving it your all and also staying organized and having the good equipment, the good lighting and the good audio is the physical part that you need as well. Yeah, I know it it really at the end of the day, it's all about just making the client happy, you know, which sometimes sometimes isn't fair because I'm sure you've had a couple at this point, you know, unfair clients come trickle through. And I feel like that's the hardest moments for new freelancers especially when you're not used to these people, you know, when they come through and say, this video sucks, you suck. And you're just kind of like, ow, like what? What are you talking about? So that's awesome that you kind of like, you've already understood at the end of the day, it's just more worth it to just go along with what they need than it is to fight them on it. (laughs) Oh yeah, and I'm sure you know, and, and you've been through that too. And I've had a couple of them already where they sometimes just don't like your vibe. They're like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, can you just redo that? You know, it just depends on the person. But luckily, most of them are very nice. Good, good. Now, do you see yourself in the future turning this into possibly your own, like, freelancing agency or growing it maybe in, like, 2022? 
Yes, I actually do. After the wedding, January 2nd, I'm like just planning ahead for that, like full going full out because I do see myself opening more gigs. There's a spokesperson section as well that I would like to go under. Mm. And then I believe there's one about product demonstrations and things that are similar to mine. And then Mm -hmm. I think there's a voiceover section that I might want to try as well. And then honestly, I don't know if it's would be too soon, but maybe the writing section just Mm -hmm. to see how it goes. And if I do need to outsource in time, I definitely would love to and love to get that help, especially with editing. Unfortunately, I have to be the one filming videos, but I can get some help and I I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's amazing. You know what you should do? I had an idea. Don't actually do this, but at your wedding, you should have like at each person's placeholder, like the link to your fiber or something (laughs) and be like, you want to support me and my husband? Like, here's my fiber. (laughs) I know. I I should, honestly. I'm like, big screen, a video. Yeah. I'm like, those are the things that I find funny that probably other people don't, but I don't know. You should do, you should do something cute, tying it into your wedding to let everyone there support you with this. Not that you need help with it though, clearly. All right. What would you say as we wrap this up here, someone's listening right now and they haven't started their freelancing journey yet. They're stuck in the analysis paralysis side of it. And everyone listening, you guys, she's only three months into this and look at how successful she's been so quickly at it. So what would you say to this scared person who is at home and they like, they just want to do it, but something is stopping them? Yes. If you're scared or having an identity crisis, which is what I was having, I didn't know what to do. I want you to think back to yourself when you were 13, 12 years old. And what would you do in your room when you were by yourself and you would lock the door and you would just be in there alone? For me, it was watching binge watching YouTube. So just think back to yourself as a kid. And the answer is honestly right in front of you. And do that. Don't don't listen to society. Don't listen to anyone else. Do what you have always gravitated towards and focus on that one thing and just get started and give it your all. Always give it your all and be passionate about it. It, it, it will really show through in your work. I love that. I, I, you know, I, I say that to people all the time. I'm like, what were you doing when you were six, 10, 12, you know, it's like society beats it out of us or almost makes us feel like childish to think back to, to that. But it's like, that's really the essence of who you are. Yeah, you know, like, it, is. it really it, is. Yeah, no, that's great, great advice. I don't even have anything to like add on top of that. Perfectly said, something like I would say. So for everyone listening, where can they do business with you and where can they find you on social media? So uh, my fiber profile is Angela Stein. And then my Instagram is Angela Stein three and my TikTok is also Angela Stein three. So definitely reach out. I would love to talk to you and help you with any of your future video projects. I love it. Pitching herself right on the podcast. Let's go. That's, that's the mood I'm here for. Angela, seriously, thank you so much. This was amazing. And I now I'm going to go look at unboxing videos because I'm just curious. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for being the person that really inspired to do inspired me to do this. It really has changed my life. And I definitely am so new to this in the game that I would love to talk to you and or update you in a year just because it's so new and I would love to give you updates 
in the future. Absolutely. There, oh my gosh, I have so many guests on here. There will be a part two, part three. One day, maybe if this ever became a show, I would love to have you guys be like reoccurring people on it. So we will absolutely get the listeners an update on you. But guys, be sure to follow her on social media anyway, so you don't have to wait a year to find out. So with that, Angela, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you.